0: Also, in June, on the 8th and 9th, is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recovery Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started recoveryoursoul.net after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery and help others to transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach i can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace happiness connection and abundance visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me read the blog listen to some of my original music subscribe and receive email updates i think of recover your soul as a community follow us on social media and join the private facebook group to support each other and connect i know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to recover your soul. Thank you very much for spending your time with me. It's the end of season 2 and this is going to be the wrap up episode for the season. I can't believe that we've already come to the end of 2021 after a year's now of the pandemic and sort of the craziness. Time just seems so strange. It's both fast and slow. But here we are at the end of season two of Recover Your Soul, some 60 plus episodes in, and we've just covered so many topics. And I just wanted to sort of do a little summary of the season and just say thank you to everybody who has become a Recover Your Soul listener and part of this community. This community is something that's so special to me as we grow and as we expand and as our souls develop that we have each other to do this work with. If you're on our Facebook group, I really want to hear how people are doing. I want it to be a place where we can connect and you can share your stories and get support from each other. I have so loved working with clients and doing soul recovery work with the people who have reached out. And it's amazing the technology that we have so that we can do that from all across the country. And the other thing that's so incredible is to look at the downloads and the locations and that people are listening from all over the world. We have people all over from the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Costa Rica, Germany, India, South Africa, New Zealand, and Kenya. And I just love seeing all the different states and cities that I've never even been to before. Fort Payne, Alabama, Auburn, Virginia, Mount View, California, Shaw, Washington, Chicago, Illinois, Council Bluffs, Iowa, Omaha, Nebraska, San Antonio, Texas, San Jose, California. Thank you to everyone who's been listening. And we really are here to do this community together. Every time I get something from somebody, whether it's a Facebook or Instagram message or an email, and people are sharing how they found Recover Your Soul, so many of you have come from recovery of your own, whether it's your own addictions or from Al-Anon, from having somebody else in your life who's affecting you from addiction. And that's a hard path to have come from. It's a hard journey. And even if you haven't come from that, this rich desire to do something different in your life, to have a way of being in the world that isn't about control and isn't about being affected negatively by other people or trying to change other people to match up to us. And those are major lessons to learn. Those are major lessons to learn no matter where you are in your life. I think about myself and how far I've come in this past year and just how much development I've had. And it gives me such strength and excitement and resilience for what's to come. Because every single day, I feel like I get healthier and healthier in my mind. And I have more clarity about what we're doing here. It's not about giving up yourself and losing your personality or your identity. It's about allowing yourself and who you are to incorporate, to mesh, to align, to connect, to weave with all the other personalities that are around you that are as equally complex, as equally as tender, as equally as damaged, as equally as fantastic, as being human is complicated. And I think that When I look at the key element in letting go of control, it's complicated because I've put myself first, my connection with my higher power first, but it doesn't mean I've put me in front of somebody else in terms of how we weave together. As a matter of fact, I think it's helped me to understand that when I'm so connected and so deeply ingrained in feeling like I need my needs met by somebody else, that I can't be happy. So that if I can allow myself to let go of the control and the need for everything to be smooth out there and have more contentment in my being of who I am. I'm actually allowing myself to have more contentment with what just is out there. And some of it is not all that great. Some of it is complicated. Some of it is that people out there are not making choices to choose happiness, to take care of themselves, that they are in a place of victimhood. And they want you to come save them. And we're learning in soul recovery that we can't save anyone. That we need to be putting that emphasis on ourselves to be whole, to be complete, to be connected. To be in a place where we have the energy and the love to just be present with somebody when they're suffering, but to not think that we have to fix it. I've had some amazing interviews with people. I think it's interesting to sort of watch as the season went on how those started. You know, my first season, my first couple of interviews were with other people who were dealing with alcohol addiction, like I had, or recovered from, or relapsed from. And as this podcast has transformed and grown kind of into itself, Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing that you can have something that can appeal to the recovery community but isn't exclusive to the recovery community. Because if we're all honest, we all have addiction to something. And I think that we all have addiction to control of some sort. But if we're honest, sometimes that intense need to check your phone and check your Instagram and get that hit that you get from that is as powerful as It is for some people who might be drinking or on drugs. Our need for other people to fill us up is an addiction all on its own. And so my hope is that Recover Your Soul has included everybody, that it's not about this group is like this and this group is like this. We are all human beings. We're all human beings with a part of ourselves that just wants to be seen and recognized and loved and witnessed And accepted for exactly who we are. And the society and the way that we're taught as children from our parents and from society is about teaching us how to follow the rules. And we need to learn how to follow the rules, but so often that comes with a lot of damage. And so when you look around and take a moment to turn, the reflection to yourself and see that you have as much tenderness and maybe hurt inside of you and that that person that you're bumping up against that's pushing your trigger button has equally as much tenderness and hurt inside of them and we start seeing it different. Because we're allowing ourselves to not be a victim in it. We're allowing ourselves to see the situation as part of our soul's growth. And that if we can take what's happened in our lives and quit holding on so intensely to it as if it did something to you. As if you are a victim in how that happened to you. And start looking at what did that create in you, either positive or negative, that you can do something about yourself today. And that ability to let go of our constant ruminating on the past, constant ruminating on the past and the negative, and turn that around to allow ourselves to see that we are supported by our higher power. And I just listened to a Denzel Washington YouTube that he gave at a graduation. And it was this amazing, powerful speech. And what he said was, put God first. Put God first in everything in your life. And I think for some people who aren't quote unquote religious or aren't Christian, that feels really heavy. It feels very off-putting. But that's actually what I have said to you as well, and that I have done in my life. Put spirituality first. Put your emphasis on your connection with higher power, whatever that is for you, at the top of your list. Put your spiritual health at the top of your list. And when you do that, when you begin to move into a place where you are taking the emphasis off of, Everything, all these circumstances outside of yourself being the right way for you, that your husband has to react or be a certain way for you, that your kids need to be a certain way for you, that your friends need to be a certain way for you, that your house needs to look a certain way, you have to drive a certain car. And you start to put your mental health, your spiritual life, your focus on your connection with that, your knowledge that. Every thought that you think brings to you what you are sending out. That you can be sending out negative thoughts and bringing to you more negativity or that you can be sending out positive thoughts and bringing to you more positivity. And it's not about spiritually bypassing the hardships. It's about recognizing the complexities of living Recognizing that piece of all of us that has this pain, that really has hurt, that they're looking for mending. And when we start putting spirituality first, when we start putting God first, start putting our connection with higher power first, that pain starts to be mended because we're not leaning into it so deeply we're trusting that it is part of the path that has happened along with us when i first started this podcast if you've heard season 1 the audio was terrible compared to what it is now i just stepped out in faith i didn't know what i was doing i just used my phone to record episodes i didn't edit anything i didn't have a special music that i created i didn't have an intro i didn't have an outro i just i just started And I think that we sometimes think that we need to know what it's going to turn out like before we're willing to move forward with a dream. And something was pulling me and telling me that this was an important thing to do and that people were encouraging me that there was a voice that needed to be heard. And so I stepped out in faith and I just started with what I had to offer. And if I think about how much It has transformed over time, and if you've heard my stories, part of my belief structure that isn't true was that I wasn't smart enough. And so the idea of learning how to use the tools that are for recording or learning how to edit felt really overwhelming, but the truth is I just took one step at a time, and I just improved a little bit along the way. And then I would edit, started to edit, and then I edited too much and took out too many of the spaces or just allowed myself to figure it out. And so over time, I've just followed the breadcrumbs of moving forward and watched the audience grow. And I think that when I think about what this is about, and I come into my heart space and I know that I know that I will be supported and I love the job that I have. And I've worked through some of the issues that I had, as I discussed in Hard Times Will Come, that were so great to work through about working with teams and being able to really be the best employee that I can be. But it's also helped me be the best I can be here with you, because this isn't about ego for me. This is about being in connection and communion with other people who are on this same path. Some of you are alcoholics like I was. Some of you were in control like I thought I was. Some of you stumbled across this and have found a voice that is helping in some way. And that's all that matters. And I can't say how much gratitude I have for the donations that come in. Every single donation makes a big difference. It's helped me buy better equipment. It's helped me invest in being able to begin to do a subscription that will start next year on iTunes. There's things that are happening that are moving forward that are beyond me. And they're the things that I teach about having dreams and being able to claim those dreams and to be willing to move forward, not in fear, but in faith. That each of us has some unique talent, some unique gifts that are given to us. And I believe that they were divinely given to each of us from the source. And yet we question them all the time. That you came with a voice of some sort, or you came with a gift of creativity, or you came with a gift of music, or science, or math, or connecting with people, or sports, or cooking, or designing, whatever it is, there's so, so, so many gifts, and the world needs every single one of them. And yet we would compare ourselves to others. Instead of claiming our unique gift that was given to us to live our life by. And yet that, that judge, I have an episode on the judge, that judge comes from the back and tells you to stay small. I don't believe that. I believe that you were given your unique gift to go out in the world and share with the oneness of the world. And it doesn't mean that we all have to be famous. This podcast is not about being famous. And if you are on the podcast Facebook page, it's amazing how some people complain because they, they only have a thousand downloads per episode. Not very many of us have a thousand downloads per episode. But when I think and I look at the downloads, what I think is somebody chose to listen to this and whether it's 75 or 500 I am so blessed that each of you is making a choice to listen to this because it is saying something beneficial to you and to me that is all that matters and I know that it's moving in the direction and so when we think about these aspects of ourselves there's too much pressure to think that we have to be some huge famous person instead of the fact that our potential our purpose in our life is to be happy, is to be a light in the world, is to lift others up and be lifted up ourselves and to take these unique gifts and talents that were given to us by higher power and to share them with the world in the way that weaves with everybody else so that greatness and goodness and kindness and compassion can come. And in the world we have today with so much division that is needed more than ever, that these personalities that we have can feel so true to who we are, that we hold on so rigidly to, I am a professor, I am a artist, I am a mother, I am a wife, I am, I am this, I am broken, I'm not enough this is not your soul and those personalities are important to develop those positive aspects of our personalities and not spiritually bypass and miss the parts of working through those things so that you can let go of the pain that's trying to hold you down but it's also about recognizing the beauty of the human being that you are And then recognizing the beauty of the human beings that are around us, even the ones we don't agree with, even the ones that are pushing our buttons. It's interesting how we can get triggered, and yet we're the ones that have the button on our chest. We put the button there that says, push this button, the one that says that I'm inadequate. Oh, push this button, the one that says that I'm not enough. Push this button, the one that makes me pissed off and irritated we're the ones that put the buttons out and this work the soul recovery work is helping us to minimize the size of those buttons and to see the expression of ourselves and our fullness and our in our wholeness and to be more and more connected to that inner knowing the inner wisdom of who we are so that we can be in the chaos that you can be in the presence of people with very different views, that you can be in a world that doesn't seem like it's lining up the way that you would like it to line up and be okay and be connected and observe it like it's a movie and have healthy detachment. Have a healthy mind and a healthy heart. It's been an interesting year and the pandemic has turned the world on its side. And so you've been shaken up in this, as I think all of us have on one way or another. We get to continue to move forward. And I think that for me, I don't want to look at 22 as if that's the next year that's going to be different or better, because I've learned that it's not about looking forward and hoping that this is going to fill me up. What I've recognized is the ability to just be with what is and to not be too far in the past. And so I'm excited for 2022. I'm excited for this continued journey. I cannot wait to see what is happening next because I feel alive in a way that I didn't feel alive before. And I've got all this excitement around what's going to happen with Recover Your Soul. And how we can continue to work together, how I can continue to connect, how we can expand the reach of soul recovery to even more people who are looking for it. Because this work is so profound. This work is so incredible. And we all deserve to have happiness, to have health in our bodies and in our minds, to be connected with each other, to be connected to ourselves to put spirit first. Thank you for joining me this season. And if you haven't listened to all the episodes, you'll get a chance to catch up. But I think that for December, on Mondays, there'll be a couple of the favorite episodes, the most listened to episodes, to hold you over until we start again in January. I just want you all to know how much I love you, and how much I appreciate you, and how much I believe in you, And how much I hold space for you to be on this journey of compassion for yourself and love for yourself, for soul recovery. And the more we do this internal work, the more that the outside circumstances of our lives shift and change and get better. They really do get better. So thank you for being on this journey with me. Together, we're doing the work to recover our souls. Until next year, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference and you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also, by following, subscribe, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the recover your soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are, share where you're from, share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time. Namaste.